don't know. <laughs> it's well, been uh, a spot. It's been like what four years since yeah. we podcasted together. Back and here in we the are. Saddle. Back in the saddle. <laughs> Our first music reference on on the first episode here of Beside Ourselves as an Aerosmith. I think one. when when people announce Back in the saddle that, again. When they announce it, it should be Beside Ourselves. Like yeah. the pots. This pa- I know. The pots. I always I always <laughs> want to put the S there. That's besides ourselves, but that's that's wrong. I was my brain wants to do that. I and I don't like that the first reference was an Aerosmith reference. That's not. No, that's but that's not, great. And I want to keep that terrible. <laughs> not taking it out. Aerosmith. And, you know, Steven Tyler has totally ruined any legitimacy they had by doing his country, uh, pop country pander crap that he's been doing the last couple of years. Have you heard any of that? It's terrible. I have not, but Aerosmith has never had any street cred with me or I, I, I you, hate Aerosmith. You're like. <laughs> You're like rock from the 70s and 80s. Bleh, get out of here. That's like, not true. We'll get into that another time. <laughs> yes, we will. Yeah, so this is episode one of the much uh, anticipated uh, Beside Ourselves podcast. Um, so, yeah, I've I've been talking about this for a long time, like wanting to do a music podcast. And... Um, you know, Danny was feeling my vibe, couldn't sleep one night, right? Isn't that what you said? Yeah, I woke up in a heated sweat and was like, oh my God, I need to do a music podcast with Josh right and now. I, and I, you know, and I believe that story because you texted me like early in the morning about it. Like not super early, but like, you know, before 10 o'clock on like a set, like on a, you know, and I was just like, oh, he must, he really must have been like waiting to tell me because I had it typed up and I just waited to wake up to hit send. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, so um, we used to be in a podcast together, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, I think technically, um, if you really think about it, it was like several podcasts that are all kind of part of the same legacy. But I mean, yeah. we had Third Life Roundtable, and we had like, weren't you on like the Frack Report and stuff before that too? Like, no, I it was had never so on many the Frack Report. I I feel like you were though, like when we were doing it, like the YouTube ones, the the. Oh, maybe, maybe I was. It it was all the same thing with the same like four people. But how long know. did we do Nerd Life Production? A good couple years. Yeah, it was. Well, we had sweatshirts we... made. I mean, it was legit. Well, you think we we, I mean, we were doing it all through the time that you and I lived together, and then also still doing it a little bit after, you know, we we moved out because you guys were like driving to my my parents' house to. Oh we yeah, heard a couple at my parents' house. So, and then um, we all broke off and did our own podcasts. Some of us. Well, not living together is, or it makes it harder to do stuff yeah. like that weekly things. So, um, yeah. So, what what podcasts are you? What are you doing now? Like, what, are you, you're still doing Bourbon and Blood, right? Yes, I'm doing Bourbon and Blood. It's a podcast with me and my wife, and sometimes a guest. My wife. My wife. And sometimes we uh, have some drinks, most times, all the time. And we watch usually a terrible movie or sometimes a great movie, which is harder to podcast about. And we make fun of it. And it's a good time. Now, if you don't drink, are those episodes just called blood? (laughs) Yes. Just blood. No bourbon. Straight blood. Straight blood. Blood with no chaser. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. That's got to be some, like, cock rock band. 
Blood No Chaser. It's definitely a song or an album title for sure. We're Blood with No Chaser. Thanks for letting us into the bar tonight. We're going to rip it up. We're doing vampire new metal. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we should uh we should get into how we got into music, Josh. How oh, you're allowed to plug your podcast, but not mine? Yeah, yours is That's... too big already. You're out of control. <laughs> well, this is on... <laughs> You know, this first the first episode here is is on the Josh and Tab feed. So I think if people know, they know. Right. So um, <laughs> what's I, the yeah, other one? Uh, it's it's a little pod, podcast called Star Wars Friends. You know, no big deal. Star Wars Friends dot com. Check us out. Um, is it Star if, Wars Friends? I thought it was Star Wars and Friends for some no, reason. <laughs> oh, well, now we know Danny doesn't listen. <laughs> no, no it's, I've it, watched it's, your live feed it's, once, but it's a little it's a, it's if you're a casual Star Wars fan, it's. It's it's probably a little deep. We're not gatekeepy, but it's definitely we're talking about stuff. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, talk about Darth Vader, you know, and we're like, talk about some guy in a book that, you know, the four of us have read. And that's it. So um, I don't know. I follow you on Twitter and it's just like Baby Yoda posts constantly. I think that's that's, all you talk about. That's what people want. these days. (laughs) You got to feed the people what they want. I know. Macaroons and Baby Yoda. I literally have people at work who I'll say like, blah, blah, blah on this, like this week's episode of the Mandalorian. They're like, what? And I'm like, the show that baby Yoda's on. They're like, oh, okay. Yep. Yep. He's a cultural phenomenon. That little guy, that little egg eater, macaroni. Precious. Eater. We're not here um, to talk about star Wars. <laughs> no, we're not. Well, I, honestly, there might be some episodes where we do talk about star Wars, but it'll be, oh, yeah. it'll make sense. So yeah. So that's who we are. Um, it feels really good to be back uh, on a mic with you. So I'm I'm very, very excited about this. And um, I think it's going to be a blast. And I can't wait to, to talk about music. Um, so before we get into uh, our, our origin stories, which is the topic for today, I just wanted to talk, like, I feel like we should talk about, like, why we were doing this. I know we kind of did that a little bit, but I feel like, um, and, you know, give me your spin on this, but... I'm always trying to talk to people about music and they're not always wanting to listen. Like I'm playing clips of rush songs for tab and she's like, okay, that's cool. Like, and I just, or, or whatever it is. I'm, I'm constantly like, I, I literally came in from a, uh, walking yesterday and like turned on my Bluetooth speakers and was like, tab, come listen to this song. This is the song that's going to be my weekly recap for, for the podcast. Danny and I are doing this weekend. And she's like, Oh, that's cool. Like, but there's no like discussion. That's shocking. Um, I feel like tabs really into music. Like, well, at least newer pop punk style music is, (laughs) she is, but it's, yeah, it's just that window. It's not, uh, Oh, uh, if I want to talk about like other stuff, she sometimes glazes. Uh, not always. She's you know she she gives it a college try for sure. But you know, so what about you? Like why why are why why are you here? Why I think I mean I love podcasting and I've always had a super giant passion for music. And I think as a child I always wanted to be like a radio VJ, and that's never going to oh, yeah. happen or a radio DJ. And like I don't really want to do that, but I think it's like my childhood dream. So even though we're not playing music for people, I'm still going to post playlists and act like I'm a DJ. Up next is, <laughs> you know. I, I think the playlist idea is a great idea. That's just another way to connect to what we're talking about. So, Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this week, we're uh, since this is a brand new show, we and we're going to be talking about music. I th- it's a good idea for us to tell you, like, musically, 
who we are and how we got where we are. Um, so we're going to give you our music origin stories today. We're going to break it down into four segments so it's not overwhelming. Yeah. And so you don't have to listen to either one of us talk for three hours. Just, you know, little bite-sized yeah. <laughs> chunks. Okay, so the first first part we're going to talk about is um, the music we were into when we were kids, you know, up to... Before teenagers. Yeah. Or so. I'm just a kid and a life is a nightmare. You want to go first? I'll go first. Okay, cool. All right. The history of Danny and music. My first concert, I was like, I don't know, like eight. And I saw the Beach Boys live at Lake Michigan. And it opened my eyes to that style of music, which was amazing. And my mom was a DJ growing up. We did a lot of like weddings and all kinds of ceremonies. So I got into a lot of Genesis, Pet Shop Boys, Peter Gabriel. And then, of course, the Beatles. I had the blue Best Of album, which is sad because that's the only one I had all through high school. So those are the songs I knew from the Beatles. Uh, I did a lot of I did like a lot of Duran Duran and Fleetwood Mac because of her. My favorite is Dishwalla, Counting Blue Cars. Like that memory of listening to that with my mom in the car when it was snowing. Like that song will always have like a place in my heart. And also, she was a country VJ for a radio station. And she dressed dressed us up as little cowboys. And the only song I truly remember loving during that time is Billy Dean's Billy the Kid. I don't know if you've ever heard that song, but it's, it's, it's a good country song. And of course, a lot of Garth Brooks. When that thunder did roll, thunder rolls is a good song. Oh, I'm not fighting it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's Pee Wee Danny, Pee Wee Danny in a nutshell. So, how about Pee Wee Josh? Does that take you like all the way up to 13? Like, was there any music you were getting into on your own, or did you just kind of basically hanging with mom? It was all the mom situation. Like, once I hit 13, that's when I bought like my first cassette tape, and we'll get into that. Like. I went down some different roads. Okay, r- remind me. Are you? You are. What, what year were you born? Eighty-four. Okay. I, I. No. Yeah. You're only one year older than me. Okay. So we're all. We're kind of <laughs> on the same timeline as far as what age we were when certain things came out. So that's okay. Um. So I, my first concert. Well, um. I put this in here to be funny. My my like. On a technicality, my first concert was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stage show at the Fox Theater coming out Ooh. of the, our Shells tour. Hot, hot. Yeah, that's a moment in time. Um, but I, so when I was a kid, uh, there was a lot of music being played in the car. Um, and so I was ri- uh, riding around in the car with my bio dad, um, you know, listening. So basically, by the time I was, Five years old, I knew every word to every song on Jethro Tull's 1974 Greatest Hits album. Um, be, just because had been listening to it for so long and on repeat. It's kind of like I really like Bungle in the Jungle because there's like a tiger roar at the beginning of it. And then, <laughs> um, and so, like, long story short, uh, my dad gets tickets for a show um at the fox in 92 so i was like six or seven depending on the time of the year and um we my mom wouldn't let us go because my dad was a shit and um but uh so he like called the radio station back and was able to get us into like the sound check and stuff so 
did the sound did the sound check and um it's like me and him and the sound guy and nobody else and ian anderson actually had to stop playing the flute at one point because little me is in the crowd like air fluting along (laughs) and he was like (laughs) laughing at me um and then i like met him in the lobby sang a song with him acapella in the in the lobby and like had this like this this whole experience that I don't I barely even remember, but I remember it because I've heard my dad tell the story so many times since then. Um, we get like a reenactment of you air fluting, like air guitaring, but like no, no, for like the internet, not for me. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like I did it when I told you, but yeah, no, we can maybe I'll maybe I'll release that part of the yeah. <laughs> the air flute. Yeah, um, and then also like listening to a lot, a lot of Rush with him, which is something that's kind of continued to this day. Love Rush. Um, and then with my mom and my stepdad, um, Ted Nugent, uh, the Eagles, Elton John, Ario Speedwagon, Journey, all in the car. Uh, dad is super into Ted Nugent, though. My uh, th- my next concert after the Jethro Tall one was the Whiplash Bash when I was eight, which is Ted Nugent used to do like a um annual like new year's eve concert called the whiplash bash so went to that um obviously ted nugent's not like a wholesome person to be like a fan of at this point in time but like you know obviously when you're eight years old you don't really know about um any of that other stuff and we can when i hear that uh, huh we can be blunt and say ted nugent's a piece of shit right no ted nugent is totally a piece (laughs) of shit yeah um but a lot, but for me, like when I hear those like '70s and '80s Ted Nugent songs, I'm not thinking about him being a gun nut or anything. I'm just thinking about like the memories I have in my family. So, and then I got into popular music, like or music on my own, like a lot. I guess earlier than you did. I I like in kindergarten, um, I actually got in trouble because I wore my clothes. I I changed my clothes in the bathroom to be backwards, like crisscross. That's and, um, impressive. So, like in the in the mid, the early to mid '90s, like um, R&B was at like its zenith, and it was all over MTV. And I spent like all of my time just watching MTV when I was a kid. And so I loved like TLC and Boys to Men and Mariah Carey and stuff like that. And then like in sixth grade getting made fun of because I love the Spice Girls. And it wasn't like, because I thought they were hot. I was like, oh, Sporty Spice is my favorite because she's the best singer. Like, well, that's you know. wrong. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so I, yeah, I was like obsessed with popular music and I actually got my first like foray into um, like pop, what would end up like ruling the roost later with like, I remember in like fourth grade having the Dookie cassette and like jamming that like so i was yeah i mean if if i saw the music video and it wasn't like trash like i probably was into whatever that was um i was super into music um so yeah that's i mean that's uh obviously i could probably talk about that forever but that's that's my childhood uh music stuff for up to those teenage years yeah now we are on to the formative teenage years Cause I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. So where did so where did you go this. from your your eighties nineties uh, pop with your mom? Where did you go from there? So in sixth grade, 
someone brought in millions of peaches by the presidency of the United States. And I thought it was the dumbest fucking song in the world. And then seventh grade, we moved to Jackson and I went to Parkside, which is a little bit more rough and tumble than the country place I grew up in. And I bought Nirvana on cassettes and Bush Razorblade suitcase on cassettes. And I started wearing Jinko jeans, long sweatshirts. My hair was down past my like elbow or not elbows, but you know, up here. <laughs> It was that long. Such a visual right there. I was really into the grunge scene. Uh, and then some of my grunge friends introduced me at that point, finally, to like Green Day, Dookie album and stuff like that. So I started to dabble in pop punk or punk ish at the time. And when I came back to North Adams, my little country town place, I really got into like Blink 182, Newfound Glory, Sum 41, Sum 41 Heavy. Linkway 2 and Sub 41 the most. And then Weezer, the green album, when it came out like towards the end of high school, that was mind-blowing for me. And then I have a friend who's... Or, sorry. <laughs> My friend Charlie introduced me to uh, a lot of great bands. And your most like typical way in like movies, he would like give me a cassette. He's like, this is going to change your life. <laughs> and like... One of them was Death Cab for Cutie. One of them was Get Up Kids. One was like Punkorama 4, yeah. the Epitaph compilation. And it really did. Like, my music taste evolved a lot. And rest in peace because I lost Charlie a couple years ago, which is sad. Yeah, but I'll always remember a lot of these bands that he introduced me to, like Hot Rod Circuit, Jimmy World, which was a huge one, is still way up there. Saves a Day, Pulley. And then I got introduced to Alkaline Trio, which. As you know, since I have tattoos and yeah. I've seen so many times, I'm a giant Alkaline Trio and AFI fan. But that was like, uh, actually, towards the end of high school, I was still listening to a lot of this punk, but I got introduced to some metalheads, and I really got into Slipknot and Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson for a while. Not like super heavy. Like my walls were painted black, and I wasn't completely metal, but I really got into the music. I think System of a Down was the last like band of that era. I was like, oh, this is great, but I don't really love them as much anymore. I mean, I mean, there's so many I could keep on going on about, like Incubus, Linkin Park when it first came out was amazing. Those first two Linkin Park albums, amazing, are so good. Yeah. Still, even now, I mean, it's they're like it's a, it's a different time, obviously, but like they they still it's still bangers. Another big defining point in high school is my senior year summer, just before my senior year. I got into ska and a lot more hip hop. Finally, I was listening to so much less than Jake, Aquabats, Real Big Fish, Mew 330, and then Nelly, Dr. Dre, Fabulous, Ludacris, Outkast. Like those were my my style. I like I liked West Coast, and I guess is Outkast Atlanta, right? Outkast is Atlanta, yeah. So that that was my taste in the rap. <laughs> no, I mean yeah. So out Outkast Atlanta is like the third. Is like you know it's like. New York, L.A., Atlanta. Atlanta's like the third, like, biggest uh, hub, you know, for hip hop. There's other any, places, but do you have any album? Well, I, I, actually, I'll let you go first, and then we'll talk about this. So, okay, um, <laughs> yeah, and so feel free to like you can list as much. I'm glad you went back and talked about Scott and hip hop because, like, you know, I don't want to be like talking way more than you. That's 
Like, I was actually worried I was going on too much about bands. No, 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 like, you're I good. still have like a long list. It's all good. And I was like, oh, I should try to cut this down. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, yeah, so teenage years, uh, obviously, like that transitions right into like continuing with the the MTV thing. So like, still like, as a teenager, got really into to hip hop. Um, my first like foray into hip-hop was like all west coast stuff so like dr dre snoop dogg nwa um but uh tupac but i but i did i never like picked a side necessarily like you i like to pick a side no nah, i didn't No, I you got it side it's a war <laughs> <laughs> i liked biggie i like i like jay-z um I love the Wu Tang Clan. Like I was listening to all this stuff as like a thirteen-year-old white kid in the suburbs, you know. Um, and uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. I love loved Bone Thugs and Harmony, as you know, because we lived together. And yeah, anytime we partook in certain activity, I was like, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Crossroads on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so, but then also like still listening to R and B. Like obviously that you said Nelly like that that. Um, the album i can't think of the name but the album that had um country grammar on it like and then like ludicrous and outcast who are both from atlanta um really like them i never really got into like uh no limit the no limit soldiers or the the uh cash money people i always kind of thought it wasn't nearly as good i don't really like southern rap that's not from atlanta for the most part like I had a friend Paul in high school who was obsessed with Mystical and Shake That Ass, and I'm God. like, this not, is not, not good. a good song. <laughs> However, I did like Cisco, which is just as cheesy and terrible. The thong song. I mean, I did the time. I can't say that held up strongly in life. It's all right. Cisco, Cisco, <laughs> fine, Cisco has a sound, you know. <laughs> um, but like going along with the popular music thing, like I also really I liked. I got into like your new middle, new metal stuff. So like, but not, not hard enough that I was like buying Jinko jeans or like doing anything. But I, you know, I, I had chocolate starfish in the chocolate uh, in the hot dog flavored water. I had, can like, I say, I want to review that album with you at some point. Yeah, of course. Cause that one, I want to see if it's held up and I don't want to listen to it till we do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I've listened, I've actually listened to it recently and <laughs> I, I won't spoil my thoughts, but, um, you know, and, and then this is the period where Blink gets big. Um, you know, really liked Blink. I actually, um, like, weird turn of events. I, I think I heard the live album before I heard Enema the State. So it, like, really tripped me out because all of the songs they play on the live album, they play them, like, faster than they play yeah. them on the... So obviously, like, heard the hit songs and stuff. But, like, the first time I heard Going Away to College was the live one. And then, so when I hear the, you know, hear the regular one, it's, it was weird. Obviously continue to like Green Day and stuff like that. Um, and my Star Wars fandom kind of exploded during this time too. And I used to love to listen to, when I still, this has not changed at all. Um, Star Wars soundtracks, <laughs> like I, it's like one of my favorite things. Uh, you know, John Williams is a master and I, I know we have, uh, like, movie scores on our list of topics to do in the future and i'm i'm can't wait for the what i'm i know are <laughs> deciding is going to be the john williams power hour basically so um <laughs> and then the, uh another thing that happened to me is i i got really involved with my church um 
And um, this is even funnier now because I'm a, a snarky atheist now. But um, praise to be to him. Praise <laughs> be to him. Yeah. Or whatever. But I, I got really in, involved with my uh, with my youth group and stuff. And I went to this thing called Acquire the Fire. It was like an event at the palace. Um, Ooh. Yeah. And um, I never was really like into Christian music before because I, I hadn't really heard anything other than like hymns at church and like songs we would sing in choir. I was in the church choir. Um, and uh, but then I, I went to this thing and I saw this band called Skillet. And <laughs> I, I remember know, that phase. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, you remember hearing about the phase, right? Like, because I don't know if we were. Ah, uh, no, actually, never mind. I got I got Jesus again in college, and you, yeah, yeah you did. Totally, yeah. But okay. Well, why go skillet? There was like Reliant K, Five Iron Frenzy. They were great. Like, well, no, so that's punk, the thing. Punk, that's the thing. Christian so, bands. um, when I, but the the thing is, is when when all the when all the Christian music you've heard is mostly garbage or not very good and then you hear like you hear your first christian rock band and you're like oh my god i didn't even realize that christian music could sound like this yeah it makes it it's like it doesn't matter that it was that it wasn't like as good as um other stuff and so i and actually at that event i just i got saved quote unquote oh and you got decided, saved yeah and I decided I wasn't going to listen to any secular music anymore, which is like non-Christian, non-religious music. So then I did get into, and then that's that actually, thankfully, was my my facilitation into hearing ska music besides like a couple real big fish songs, and obviously like no doubt um, was because one of my friends gave me the live from Cornerstone Five Iron Frenzy album, and um, which is really good, yeah, and. Um, so like I fell in love with Scott through that album, um, and so like this fa- like I basically yeah I was only listening to stuff like that like and and uh, so like these like kind of like new metally type um, rock you know uh, Christian rock bands and um, and then like Reliant K and stuff which is Reliant K holds up like they're they're great um, but then for whatever reason I fell off track of that and then came swung hard back into um wait can i cut in yeah go ahead i'm drawing a blank here is reliant k the one that sang sadie hawkins dance yes in my khaki pants yeah and there was nothing better just making sure yeah correct (laughs) yeah no that that is 100 (laughs) percent. in fact if you go to their show now they uh we were like i remember i went to their one of their shows and we were like cheering for that song because i hadn't played it and he and then he's like uh fine and they played it like you know like their their big their big hit whatever (laughs) um but so then i like got back into like regular music and um still listening to like a lot of popular stuff but at this time i also um was like riding around my friend brandon and he was jamming um like the the first used album i remember being like a teenager um like he could drive i couldn't drive yet like and like blasting taste of ink and like screaming it at the top of my lungs um wait how old were you i'm trying to look up uh, that album came out in 2002 i i just remember because i found out about it like just after high school so i didn't know if you when you heard it but well i graduated in 04 oh okay this makes more sense my bad keep going yeah yeah <laughs> um 
the one on this this would have been late high school too and i like the, i don't think the album was new but then also like so my senior year is when i really started to like really get into pop punk again and my in my senior year these three albums came out ocean avenue ooh ooh untitled blink 182 ooh hot take this to your <laughs> grave oh yeah this was like a the holy trinity of emo yeah, <laughs> yeah. and i and um and I still remember, like, there's not a lot of place, there's not a lot of um, times that I necessarily remember the first time I heard something. But I remember sitting in the back seat of, and this, this actually might not even have been my senior year, might have, it doesn't matter, sitting in the back seat of my, like, slightly older friend's car and him popping in, take this to your grave, and me being like, what is this? This is like the best thing I've ever heard. And obviously, you know, I was a, a, a mad, crazy Fall Boy fan for quite some time. And this that's where it all started. Um, so, yeah. Since you th- graduated so that, that year that all these great albums came out, did your class song, was it awesome? No, our class song was Never Say Goodbye by Bon Jovi. Uh, ours was turn the page so i get you <laughs> so the, i think the thing about that though was because we were like that like mid early mid 2000s in like pop culture it was like that was the time where everyone was like everyone our age was like man 80s music was great and yeah. like donnie darko was out around that time like there's just a bunch of stuff like that and so people were like Hair metal was like cool again, and like wait, did Donnie Darko get people into hair metal? It got me into Duran Duran, the white. Well, no, album. I, no, I know, <laughs> I know. I'm saying like that's or the wedding album. Well, no, I'm I'm not saying that that movie that movie got people into like Duran Duran, like other other yeah. type of um, 80s music. But I'm just saying, like, I remember like people going nuts at school dances when they'd play like Shot Through the Heart and stuff like that. So, but yeah, no other like all sorts of 80s music was like popular again for whatever reason didn't didn't like wedding singer come out around that time too so that kind of that was like oh, one of those things too i believe so yeah i do yeah well now i, mean, I the remember we- the first go ahead the wedding singer soundtrack did change a lot of lives let's yeah. be honest <laughs> when i remember um so the other thing that happened the summer of my senior year is i went to my first warp tour oh yeah and that was the year that um fallout boys stage broke because there was like they put them on a small stage and like too many people like rushed the stage um and like to speak to the 80s music thing like one of the headliners of warp tour was billy idol that year yeah so um yeah so that's uh huh i went that year yeah i think i think we figured that out i think i I think we knew that i went a lot of years there's only like four or five years I didn't go out of from like 2000 to whenever from whenever it started to like when it ended there was only a few years I didn't go well it's wild to think too how long you and I've been friends and how many shows we've gone to I think we only went to one warped her together that's crazy no we were I'm sure we were at a bunch together we just didn't go together I remember meeting up with you and tab at one one oh that was that well if it was with tab that was much later that like oh, that yeah. was like a couple years ago no i mean like yeah no so that i'm i'm not thinking about like the recent one with like seth and will like i'm talking about like back in the day like i think the only one that you and i actually like went to together like we're friends we went to get like was like oh eight like i think that's like literally the only one um 
Well, the first two, the first one, I didn't know you. And yeah. then the second one, you were just like the really cool guy at Hot Topic. I don't know if we were like hanging out yet. Well, we probably were by then. But anyway, yeah, so that's uh, that's before high school. We get... I probably left some stuff out, but. I know I did too, I'm sure. But before we get out of high school, do you have any like memories of one single album? Well, I guess you do because you were talking about Take This to Your Grave. But like an album that like defined a moment for you in high school? Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, yeah, the, I think those those pop punk ones that I was talking about, like from the end of high school. Although I will say it's kind of a kind of a silly thing. But there was a period of time like when I was being like really militant about um like not listening to secular music well my my parents like weren't super happy that i had like turned this way and they actually like <laughs> got rid of a bunch of my like christian cds but i was able to convince them that skillet alien youth wasn't a a christian b- band because they don't really necessarily like if you don't know like they don't necessarily look like they would be so like there was a period of time where that that was like the only cd i was listening to because it was the only one i I had that seems like bizarre land that your parents were like, oh, you're too Christian. I'm taking away all your Christian albums. Well, that just shows you how like stupid I was, being, <laughs> I think. you know, like, so, I yeah, you know like, that there's... when you get into something, you go hard one. And I was even more of a like dumb asshole when I was like, you know, just think about like that quality, but then also being like super young and immature, you know, like, I mean, you're dedicated. I, I mean, we'll get into this more. Never mind. I want to save this story for later. But okay, one of my <laughs> album memories is I packed with my family to go to Florida, drive down, and I thought I packed my whole CD book, and I didn't. The only CDs I had were Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill, and uh, yeah. Unwritten, Unwritten Law, Elva. And I went through phases where like I hated them, uh, like halfway down to the trip, because you know it's a long trip to Florida, and I only listened yeah. to these two on my walkman and then i love them and i hated them and i love them but those those cds will always hold like that memory in my heart like they got me through that long trip both there and back yeah it's the it's a very similar thing to, i mean without the the drama attached to it like listening to just that one uh, me listening to just that one i guess maybe i was also listening to star wars music because it's not like i never even in my like most pious times i never gave up on on Star Wars, Star Wars was always you never gave up there. on John Williams. You'll no. never will, never will. I uh, I don't know if um, anyone this is the way <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do this. He doesn't do the soundtrack for the Mandalorian. <laughs> um, no, but Ludwig uh, Göransson is is a master as well. Like he, he, everything that I know of that he's done is incredible too. So we, we will definitely uh, be talking about him. Gambino. All right, so the next phase, the next phase of our music evolution is our early twenties. I would, yeah. Um, so, like, basically, like those the college years, right? Like, um, Saved by the Bell, the college years. I would. I don't call my college years, even though I was in college for a good portion of it. I call it my hot topic days because I got to. I got a job at Hot Topic at like 19, and that consumed most of my 20s. Well, it's funny. Yeah, well, no, everyone knew me as the Hot Topic guy. Well, I, I mean, that's like, it's, it's wild. So, the you, you are by far like one of my 
oldest, like longest running friendships I've ever had. And um, you're like from my college years, but you're just a, you're a guy that like you and I never went to school together. You're I was like I was bored in college and hung out at the mall. And then there was this cool dude that worked at Hot Topic that I just started like I was like, you know, I would just go into the store to talk to you and buy stuff. And then it was like it just transitioned into us like hang out outside of that. And um, and here we are, you know, like a million adventures later. I won um, you over by singing Motion City soundtrack in the oh, used, yeah. standing on the counter, <laughs> screaming. Well, and singing. in so many ways, you were my—I mean, you were my Sherpa into a larger world of like the 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 you know alt- uh, punk derivative uh, scene. So I, there isn't a really good term um, for like anything I, that would be like anything that would would play at warp tour that because of like that that's a really big umbrella that's like part of the scene so yeah. like i just i i say punk derivative because i like that's that's where it all comes from if you go up high enough you know um like there's so many things about my music taste that being friends with you and you showing me stuff really like helped shape that so thank you, you want- oh <laughs> geez guys all right. Do you want to get into yeah? Let's your, do it. The bands let's, you loved, or do you want me to go? I mean, you've already been going. I, it doesn't matter to me. You want you want to switch it up? So yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I with the couple of bands that I and albums that I talked about at the end of like the high school era, and then going into going to my first Warp tour this the summer of '04, um, right before school, I was like. Um, had like you said i'm very determined or i'm very like if i decide i want to do something so i was like this like i want to know i want to get into this like this i like these bands i like going to concerts like this is so then from that point on i was like going to shows clutch cargos st andrews etc etc um and for whatever reason because i fell into love with fallout boy um I got really into other Field by Ramen bands too. So like Academy is Jim Class Heroes, Panic at the Disco. I'd never gotten to Paramore in this era, and I'm not really sure why. Um, I think it's just because I I went like one of the early shows I went to was the Field by Ramen and Friends tour, and actually it might not even have been that. It, it was a tour with Academy is and Jim Class Heroes, and I don't think either one of their albums had come out yet. And Field by Rama did like this. It was so it was them opening for Fall Boy. And I think Midtown was the other band that was there. And they uh, they did this thing where like both their albums were coming out at the same time and you could like pre-order them together. So I did that. I got really into those bands, like listening to bands on pure volume. I had a couple friends that were in bands. You were in like you and uh, Justin Davis like was a big uh, um, influence. influence for me at that time. And he's another like I talk about these like specific memories and I actually had this conversation with him on Instagram, which he's I literally haven't seen the dude in 15 years, maybe Um, maybe not. Maybe that's maybe that's too long, but um, it's been a long time. And uh, I was like, I still remember sitting in the the you were in a class with me and for people that don't know him, which is literally everyone that's listening, um, probably at in 2004, Justin was the epitome of an emo kid. Like he had the the skin tight jeans, 
band shirt, the hat with the br- the the beanie with the brim, like you know, he's like yeah. a hot topic model basically. And so like saw that kid and I was like, that kid knows what's <laughs> up. And so I, I remember we were in class and I I was talking to him in the uh, in the um the computer lab and I was like, dude, do you do you like Fall Boy? He was wearing a brand new shirt I remember, um, and he's like, dude, I love Fall Boy. And then like we were like friends. I was like, oh well, obviously. Like we need to be friends because Fall Boy is my current obsession. Um, and I was very gatekeepy about it too, like about being a Fall Boy fan. I was like, I remember I had like a that was when like Facebook was young and only for college kids, and you could like have groups that were like private. And and I was like, this is the Fall Boy, the Fall Boy, like Adrian College Fall Boy like fan group, and I would like <laughs> ask people questions and stuff. Um, but anyway, you kick so people out that didn't answer questions. I don't think right? I kicked anybody out, but like you know. Um, I can't remember where I was going with that. I'm sorry. I would just, but so, um, yeah, in that time, so those bands, and then for whatever reason, I discovered matchbook romance and I really liked them. And I went to this, this tour, I think I'm pretty sure we went to this tour. Yep. I was there. Epitaph tour. And that was the first time I saw a little band called motion city soundtrack. Yeah. And I actually remember like, not really loving Justin Pierre's voice the first time I heard it, like not live, but like I would do research. Like I would, I'm going to go see this band and hit, this is who's playing with them. So I should listen to those bands and see if I like them and know the songs when I go. Yeah. And I remember listening to, I am the movie and not loving it. Like, and then I That's... saw them live and I like fell in love. And I think I've, I've literally been to every Michigan motion city soundtrack show, except one since two that since that show in 2005 them um, and the used are the band i've seen the most yeah it's it's wild and you were a big part of that like i was telling you the other day when we were uh um when we were like doing prep for this i said i have a very really clear memory of you with your dyed hair and your in hot topics <laughs> like i think you might even even been standing on the desk like singing no i was i still got on the counter all the time um and yeah so um and yeah i mean i i i didn't get as much into like the drive-through bands as some other people did but i was uh i really liked my cam like that was around the time that three cheers came out and i I liked that um yeah i was and i just that whole that early 30s time or early 20s time period when i was in college and like right after um was all about like my number one focus was like going to as many shows as i could so and i, I kind of still do that like if there's a band i like i mean if they're and they're coming to town there's got to be a pretty good reason i'm not going to see them you are my Which, concert buddy even though i don't go that often anymore i, I will now I'm gonna, well as soon as as soon as concerts are a thing again which the, the wild thing the only concert that i've gone to in in 2020 was the the Motion City reunion show with you. So like for my birthday. Yeah. Um yeah, no, when concerts are a thing again, um, please, every concert ever. And yeah, you'll be going. And we need to get you Riot Fest tickets for the um I want to. Even though Blink's the, not gonna be on next year, I see. But they've only done first wave of three. No, that's true. And the first wave is like good enough to go. Like it's it's wild. I hope I hope it ends <laughs> up happening. So what about you in uh, in your hot topic years? Ooh, okay. This is a list. This Here we is go. Let's hear it. 
All right. So first off, I was obsessed with Brand New, the band Brand New, obviously obsessed. Sick Transit Glory, Dejan Tendu, that whole album just changed my life. Uh, I, I went to. Can a I work- tell a very quick story about that. Yeah. I'm sorry. You you say your first thing, and I'm already interrupting you. I remember when they re-released that album, and Tab found it for me when we were living together. You were like pissed, like oh you I were was. Like, you were like so pissed that we found it and you didn't. I I actually felt really bad, but um yeah, <laughs> just like just to give you guys the people listening like an idea. Like years later, this is how much Danny still like was into this <laughs> band. So it's yeah. So. Also, I got I've always been an Epitaph guy. I, yeah. I mean, I like Drive Through a lot. I like Fueled by Ramen a lot, but Epitaph was where it's at. And I got an Epitaph sampler DVD that I ordered, and it had the My Favorite Accident music video before yeah. the album came out because they were trying to promo boost it up. And it was I pre-ordered the album. I was obsessed from day one with my or Motion City soundtrack. Um, I got heavy into Take It Back Sunday, uh, Sunday of course, The Used. Homegrown in early November when it comes to like the, you know, that style. And then I, I, I found myself wanting to get into the weird pop punk, like Sugar Cult and the Matches. I would love the Matches. Sweet. Yeah. Like that, like poppy and very artistic approach to still being pop punk. And then I had a lot of inspiration from work because I was working at Hot Topic. I was around a bunch of different people with different music tastes. I listened to a lot of like The Bled, Norma Jean, Nine Inch Nails. We got into some industrial style music with like A Pop Berserker, The Faint, V&V Nation. Uh, Mindless Self-Indulgence was a big one for a while for me. And then I got into like classic punk like The Damned and Misfits for a long time. Matchbook Romance. Yep, yep. Seosin. You like Seosin? Did you ever listen to them? So I only know two Seosin songs. I did see Seosin play with Armor for Sleep. Oh, yeah. The Intersection in Grand Rapids. And they were great, but I didn't. I only know Voices and You're Not Alone. Those are the only Seosin songs that I know. And then I don't know if I've ever told you this, but when I first heard Fall Out Boy, I thought they were okay. I didn't think they were amazing. Hanging out with you over the years has made me re-listen and like appreciate Fall Out Boy. Because like, I liked it. Like, Chicago is two years ago. This is a good time. Like, you know, all those, everything off that yeah. album was really fun. But it wasn't like my favorite album. But after hanging out with you a lot, like, that became like a really important album to me. Um, Finch. Finch is a huge band I was really into. Man, what it is to burn, that that blew my mind. I liked song. my Chemical Romance. Hit it in plain view, hit the lights, and May. Now, when it comes to like, are they fueled by ramen? Panic at the Disco. Panic is, yeah. So, like, I actually liked. Or Panic was. I don't, they probably aren't anymore. Yeah. Like, early Panic, I was so into. I like being theatrical, you know? And like, I was jumping around Hot Topic and singing these. So up your alley. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that's, I mean, I was heavy into the scene in all aspects but it was also like like i said trying to branch out into different styles of music i really got into the cure and david bowie around this time like it should have been something i got into when i was younger like my mom should have, like my mom listened to those bands but for some reason it clicked with me in this period i was like oh my god david bowie's so good robert smith's a genius 
Well, and it fits in that same thing I was saying about how, like, in the early 2000s, like, there was just a general greater appreciation for 80s, you know, stuff for whatever yeah. reason. Um, but even even those two, like, even Bowie and, like, The Cure are, you know, it's not like Bon Jovi. They're, like, they're they're, like, more artsy, like... I think those are those are uh, music acts that like someone with a more refined music palette is is discovering in, instead of your like you know. I think Have I ever told alone. you my thought we're alone on Bon now. Jovi? I'm just using them as an example. I don't even li- I don't even like Bon Jovi. <laughs> so Bon Jovi, I feel like I don't believe in like guilty pleasures, but I feel like Bon Jovi is my guilty pleasure to myself. Like I won't admit it to myself how much I love it. <laughs> Yeah. Like if a Bon Jovi song comes on, I've never owned a Bon Jovi album, but yeah, if a Bon Jovi I, song comes on, I will rock the fuck out to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. It's, it can no longer. You've now said it publicly. Publicly, it can no longer be your own guilty pleasure. You need to just I still won't buy an just album. Need to live with it. Yeah. Living on a prayer. Yeah, I don't know that I'll ever buy a Bon Jovi album. I don't know. I'm halfway there. <laughs> Are you a cowboy? Oh, yeah. Does that that concludes our the uh, the golden years, the college years, the years that you the years that um, you helped me refine my punk derivative uh, palette, and um, I apparently helped you like Fall Out Boy. Uh, yep. Yep. So, <laughs> I, you know, take this to your grave too. It's like uh, it it holds up too because it's like such a snapshot of a time in my life too like just it's just wild so um and i don't want you to think i hated that album i liked oh, no, no. it it's just yeah. you made me love it <laughs> i was i'm sure i was really intense about it you were so <laughs> so much of so much of uh my teen and early 20s years is cringy if i like i don't ever want to have to watch that back <laughs> so <laughs> I don't regret um, anything. It was fun. So yeah, so that uh, that is the early twenties part of our uh, music evolution. So now we've come to the the uh, the last part here, the approaching middle age portion, uh, <laughs> late twenties to now. You want to go first? You want me to go first? You go first. This is gonna be a shorter one for me. It, well, yeah, I would. I mean, it's less time. So, <laughs> um, you know, so this time period, uh, it hasn't been marked by like a lot of new stuff. Um, I did discover, uh, and this is also like partially with your help, uh, the band Ghost. And yeah. Ghost is like one of my favorite things ever. Um, you know, uh, they're a band with a gimmick, and I love that. Uh, and they just, they have a sound that is, I've kind of discovered that I really like stuff that is hard, but not too hard. Like, and I think I, I discovered that a little bit, um, also like with, uh, no bragging rights, like that melodic hardcore band that, uh, you know, was like friends with a bunch of the defiance folks. Um, like I could get into that cause it was hard and screamy, but there was also like vocals, like, like clean vocals. But so in a different way like ghost is is has cool imagery and then also is like hard without being hard and it's it's interesting watching them uh 
watching uh, Tobias like show more and more of his pop sensibilities as they go on. Like they're becoming less yeah. and less metal as they as they go, which I'm totally okay with. Um, but then, and I've also um, thanks to to you because um, a, a big portion of uh, this time period. Um, you and I were hanging out a lot, and then at f- several of these years, we lived together. Um, uh, l- like I love synthwave, like Gunship is one of my favorite things. Like I love Gunship, um, th- which is synthwave with um, with vocals, not just like yeah. beeps, oops. Um, but you know, th- the thing that this time period is like really um, defined by is just like the nostalgia. F- so I'm still listening to all the bands I was previously listening to, uh, like when they come out with new albums and stuff. Although I will say, uh, and I forgot to mention this um, in the the previous section, I took Mark Hoppus's side when Blink broke up. I was like, what? I was on like team, team fuck Tom. Um, and then I was super stoked when they got back together. Um, but I was like plus 44. Hell Yeah. Angels and Airways. Plus 44 was great. Well, no, they were. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah, no, so good. Um, Actually, I want to save this for another, kind of deep, but I do want to ask, Boxcar Racer plus 44. Plus 44. Ooh. I'm a Mark Hoppus guy, and Boxcar Racer is my choice. See, but I only, like, Boxcar I never got into, so I I can't make an educated decision on that one. Fair, fair. Um, But... Actually, so in the last couple of years, I've I've switched teams, um, and I actually got into Angels and Airwaves, even though I know like a lot of their stuff is, is very similar. Like, um, but I do really like them, and I like what I feel like Tom brought to Blink when they came back. Like Neighborhoods is Neighborhoods might be my favorite Blink album. So, last um, huh? Yeah, blasphemy. blasphemy. Um, and um, and not that I'm, but just some of like I haven't loved what Blink has put out post Tom. I like some stuff, but I've also found the stuff that I like is stuff that I like because it sounds like Alkaline Trio, not yeah. because it sounds like Blink. And the stuff where they're trying to be trying to make enema of the state songs don't hit for me. Um, speaking of that, Alkaline Trio is a band I finally got into. Um, after it took you way too long. Uh, I mean, it might be your fault for not guiding me enough, but <laughs> I listened to them all the time in that yeah. period. <laughs> but so that's a, that's a band I got into. Um, a, another band I got into that I wasn't into before is the Aquabats. I love the Aquabats. Um, you weren't into them before. I, knew, I thought you've always been a fan. They're so they're a band that I only knew like a couple songs, and then I don't know what I knew a couple songs, and then I knew I was going to see them at Riot Fest, and and um and Tab really liked them, and so then I like listened to a bunch of stuff, and I was like, oh, this is a lot cooler than I I think I ever realized, and um and then I saw them live, and I was like, oh my god, like this is one of my favorite bands. They're so they're <laughs> so wild. Um, but yeah, so like I've added some stuff that I probably should have added a long time ago to the repertoire. Um, but this, like I was saying, this time period is is mostly about like still I'm still listening to those bands that I used to listen to and then listening to stuff that I gave up when I was younger. Because like I've 
I, I wrote a tweet not that long ago, like maybe like a year ago. I was like, I wish like 34 year old Josh could tell 12 year old Josh that he's still listening to Spice Girls and to fuck those people that were like making fun of him. Oh, that um, sucks. Yeah. And uh, so like I, I had definitely like re-listening to stuff that I kind of gave up on like that. I actually told uh, Tab, I said when the, the Spice Girls finally tour, um, like this was when they were like, they reunited, but only did shows in England. I was like, when they finally come to the U.S., if there are meet and greets, meeting Sporty Spice, there will, money is no option. Like it doesn't oh, matter damn. it's happening. <laughs> If it's if I have the opportunity, I mean I've liked um, them, but I've never had a favorite spice, and that seems really sporty. dedicated to the spice. Sporty, sporty spice, spice I, uh, rack. Yep. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's that's their that's the DJ on the you know like the I don't know. Wicka wicka. You know I, we talked about hip hop, and I didn't even talk about Eminem. Wild. <laughs> wild and out with Nick Carter. Out. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> because they're feuding yeah um anyway um well we'll just have to talk about him and him another time but yeah so not and not having learned to not have guilty pre- pleasures and just appreciating good music and not really caring so yeah you know and i've listened to stuff now that i would have like younger me would have been like why are you listening to you know willie nelson or you know whatever i'm just you i'm know, actually just, more embarrassed now than I was ever as a kid. Like I, I was listening to like Blinkway Two, take off your pants on my bike, and like some kids looked at me all funny. I'm like, oh my god, actually, I'm more embarrassed now than I've ever been in music. <laughs> but I don't change. So I've, my, I've come to a place oh, of zen with it. Yeah, my music taste has not evolved that much after the two mid two thousands. I did get into the gorillas really hard. Um, Childish Gambino. There's oh, some yeah. rap. I didn't, I... Even, I didn't even mention him. Thank you for mentioning him. Go I ahead. think the weirdest transition is I'm into what Spotify calls new core. Like bring me the horizon. Mm. Like bands I've like seen that, that on right your now. stuff and I'm like, Danny, what are you doing? What are you doing over there? No, I really love bring me the horizon. They're new stuff. I think you'd like. Maybe. I'm gonna make. Um, you well, I don't. I don't have an opinion, but they're one of those bands that I've like. So I have some younger fans who are like seen kids, younger fans, younger friends. They're not super young. They're like mid to late twenties, but they're like. Yeah. They bring me the horizon as I think. I think is one of those bands that they're like, mm, like about. But I'm not. I'm not really sure. I could be. I could. I also could be being in my mid thirties and mistaking bring me the horizon for another band. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know, honestly. No, it's. They were a very successful hardcore band, and then they completely popped and kind of like Ghost, how they evolved completely away from that sound. It's more electronic pop metal now. Yeah. And all the old stuff people loved, they hate them for not playing that anymore. And that's the new stuff is what I like. I, I mean, I didn't mind the old stuff, but eh, whatever. <laughs> Reminds me when that Under Oath album came out, uh, the, the the one that was more singy, uh, the the second one, uh, they're only chasing yeah. safety, and like all their original fans were like, "Fuck this!" and I was like, "This is their best fucking album." Are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> but anyway, I mean, but I was that really... guy on the other. I was that guy with Fall Out Boy. I was like, "Do make another take this to your grave." So anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Ghost. That's oh yeah, pretty much the newer. I mean, there's lots of new stuff as you'll see with like my 
my best of 2020 episode that we'll do soon. I'm I'm still all over the place. I like pop albums. I like hip hop albums. I still have a lot of scene love in my heart for all the emo pop punk punk era. You and I both you and I both like really like that stuff, but also have a have a real strong affinity for a good pop song. Like Yeah. Love it. So listeners, I want you to know that even though from what you just heard, you're like, oh shit, these two are just gonna talk about emo bands from the two thousands. We are not on every episode. We are not. Like I have an episode planned where I want to talk about jazz, which is terrible. No, I'm just kidding. I like some jazz. Um, I haven't planned one yet, but there's country I like, and I wouldn't mind talking deeply about older country, not new country. Nothing. But older I don't country. think anything is really off the table. No. We're gonna Afro do. Beat, we're gonna do we're some in. ICP uh, album retrospect. No, I'm just kidding. Well, maybe. Just wait, we, no, wait, wait. No, we should. Great Malenko. We should do that one. That's the only one I know the well, name of. That would be interesting because I hate ICP, so let's do it. <laughs> I don't, I don't like ICP either. So, but I had, I've, <laughs> I've been exposed to some of it because I've had, uh, I had, uh, like a, when I was like twelve, at a cousin who was fifteen and was super into them. So I, he would be like, listen to this sweary swear music, and I was like, I was twelve, so I was already like into real hip hop, like hip hop that <laughs> sounds good, and so I was like, hmm, I mean, I guess, but. This just sounds my, like we're just saying whatever we what's the worst thing we can say. Like my know. history with ICP is I've never heard a song really. I'm sure I've heard one or two, but I hated the people that came into Hot Topic for ICP stuff. Like those fans in that store at least were terrible. And I was like, yeah. I'm never giving this band a chance. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey me. not all juggalos. Hashtag not all juggalos. Whoop whoop. Isn't that right? Fago? That's, I don't know. That's what they do. They also say magnets. How do family. they work? <laughs> I know that because right. there's, I knew a wrestler who was a juggalo, and that's what they would chant at him when he came, when he came out. Uh, I've got nothing else. I think we talked a lot about music we love, and I love doing that. Me too. I'm really excited for this. Um, and obviously, as we go, I don't think this was too off the rails, but I think as no. we go, these will get tighter and tighter. So. Although Sorry. I was like, this one's totally going to go over an hour because we don't know what we're doing yet. <laughs> so, Well, I do want to wrap it up with something we're going to do every week or every episode is a weekly recommendations part. Oh, what did I call it? Did I have a label for it? I think you said weekly recap. Weekly I think we should recap. call it the weekly rewind. Rewind? All right. Weekly rewind. I'll put a little, like, little rewind thing in here. I like it. <laughs> what songs do you have for me? Oh, okay. So I have I have one song and one album. Oh, okay. a full album? Fuck. I mean, no, when you hear when you hear what what it is, you will understand why it's a full album. Um so the first thing, I want to make sure I say the right stuff here. Let me uh I actually I will do the one that is maybe that is less surprising first. So, uh Ludwig Göransson's um, soundtrack for the Mandalorian episodes eight through twelve, so like season two, volume one, episodes eight through twelve, uh, or chapters eight through twelve, um, dropped this week. Um, they released them like that. Well, so last year they were releasing them like one episode at a time, and like releasing like the full scoring, and now they're just like picking stuff. 
Oh, so yeah, I don't, I'm not sure why they did that. I actually have uh, this really sweet like eight vinyl thing coming from uh, Mondo News. I'm really ex- I'm pretty excited about so um, from the last season. But yeah, so that's that's up and um, there the track on there from the episode with Bo-Katan, which is like her theme, um, is pretty sweet. Um, I mean, it's all good. He's he like I said, he's so good. Um, and then so my and then my other song is Prisoner. By Miley Cyrus featuring Dua Lipa. Can we get an air horn? Because that's also on my list whenever ah, that happens. Great. Yeah. So, dude, I am so excited. So this the uh this song is really, really good. Um, and then also like the song that the single that she had come out a couple like a little bit ago, the Midnight Sky single is also really good. And so when I, I like decided this song was gonna be the song uh today, this morning when I was walking. And then I was like Googling. Um, she has an album. Her, like her album is coming out next weekend. And I'm like, I hate man, it's because I already made my list. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, this, uh, this album, if, if the first two singles are any indication of how good this album's going to be, it's going to be like, it might be her best album. Yeah. So do you have any more? No, that's all I got. So that's also on mine. I became a big fan of Dua Lipa this year. The her album's actually on my top ten list. I'm not gonna say where, but okay. And I still gotta make mine, I, so we're good. <laughs> and I love Miley Cyrus's voice. I like her as a person too, but yeah, like oh, can, I can do I, love Prisoner. Be- before ahead. you get yeah, before you get into your list, I I will say this, and you will see this as a theme. I love a low husky. <laughs> gritty Woman. female v- vocals like you know miley cyrus um lady gaga like yeah. when she's in the lower part of her register uh like t-boss from tlc um what's her name from the uh, coco from the hard lessons like i love that like rich female vocal like it's so good do you like brody from the distillers She's I'm got that like smoker familiar, voice. Like, I might. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm gonna look that up after we like the the lead singer from the Interrupters. Like I love her voice. She's got a voice yeah. like that. Like, anyway, continue. Um, another song that surprisingly me I liked was Da Baby Gucci Peacoat. Mm. It's like a he's terrible, and I don't love all of his music. But that song, it was talking about like the being quarantined. It's still a very bad song, but I was jamming it. I think uh, it's Frank. I, I oh, think it's Da Baby. I think it's just is it Da, da baby? baby. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. Da Baby yeah. is. <laughs> um, Frank Iero and the Future Violets put out a uh, cover of REM's "Losing My Religion" this week, and I love it. Okay. Uh, and then Kenny Lupa and Travis Barker. If you haven't heard it, Estella. It's like pop punk, awesome. I want you to listen to it after this podcast, and I want you to message me what you think. Okay. And then I have a few what the fucks. I have one what the fuck. Go ahead with your what the fuck. Um. So I mean, mine's not not mine's not super surprising. Um. And I don't think this actually came out this week. I think it came out like the week before. But you know, whatever. It's my show. It's our show. We can do what we want. <laughs> um. Twerking in the Mirror by Ying Yang, Yang Twins. And the reason that it's a what the fuck is because this song literally could have come out in 2003. It was like, hey, 
what worked on get low and shake it like a salt shaker and like their like their other two hits like we're just gonna put all that into one song and it, like it literally it's just like uh it's a uh, yin yang twins like formulatic song and it's just like oh they're still doing stuff huh like <laughs> just like <laughs> it's wild so yeah that's to my, piggyback that's my off that song. all american rejects released in a uh, uh, song Ooh. And it is bad. It is like a kids bop version of a Nirvana song. Mm. Like lyrically and the way it's like the most simple beat in the world and him like crooning along with if you listen to it, think of come as yours like like think of it like that, but only in pop punk. It is terrible. And I used to really appreciate all American rejects at one point in my life. (laughs) And then you saw you mentioned earlier I was listening to Beat Stakes. Yeah. They were a band on Epitaph that was like kind of reggae punk, like screamy rock. And I love them. And then they haven't done anything for years. And they came out with a single today that's like indie chill reggae. I don't know. It's terrible and it's weird. And it's like almost spoke almost spoken word. Not though. But I was really hurt by that. Really hurt. <laughs> and then uh a middle ground, Foster the People dropped one called Under the Moon. And it's not the typical Foster the People dance music. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 almost like he was listening. It sounds like Chris Isaac. I don't know if you know Chris Isaac. No. Oh, well, sorry. It's very like <laughs> moody, gothy, rock, slow, like not gothy at all. Like just like. Think of like a dingy blues bar, but a rock guy's singing about it. Oh, I know it. who you're talking. I know what you're talking. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Chris Isaac's like. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I got it. Yep. I didn't want to actually sing any lyrics in case we get in trouble. <laughs> oh my god, it's the copyright doesn't work that way. It's fine. <laughs> That's all I've got for our weekly roundup, our weekly recommendations, or whatever. You mean, weekly rewinds. Yeah. No, all together. Oh, is what the fuck songs like a subcategory of the weekly rewind? Yeah, because we're talking yeah. about things that came out this yeah. week. Right, right, <laughs> or... right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Well, oh. uh, that's one in the tank, Danny. We did it. One... Where can you find us? So mine. None of this is running <laughs> yet. Uh, but the the show is uh, we're we are on um, Instagram and Twitter at B Side Pod. Editing note, um, our Instagram and Twitter is actually B underscore side pod. Um, and you can find me if you want to tweet at me individually at Battle of Tanab on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, I missed that. Are you going to spell it? It's a Star Wars thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's what I'm find... saying here. It's a Star Wars thing. I'm just going to say that. You can find me at Ecto Cooler Ghost. Or no, is it Bourbon and Blood? Oh my god, I don't know what my Twitter oh, handle is. No. Well, your Twitter is definitely still Ecto Cooler Ghost. Yeah, my Twitter is Ecto Cooler Ghost. My Instagram is Bourbon and Blood. Bourbon underscore N underscore Blood. Yeah. Yep. And right now we are only available on the stream with Josh and Tab versus the world. Um, but we will have our own stream in the near, near future. And... Um, you know, if you're if you're someone who doesn't already listen to Josh and Tab versus the world, just subscribe anyway, 
skip those ones. <laughs> Listen to these ones. It's fine. And, um, you know, it's, and then hopefully in the near future, well, not hopefully we will have our own separate stream. Um, but we just wanted to get these out there and, um, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll make it happen. Don't worry. And to prepare you guys for the next two episodes, we will be doing a lot of lists. It is the end of 2020 and it's list time. It's time to make a list of your favorite albums. It's time to make a list of your favorite songs. Not every episode is going to be a list episode. <laughs> no, yeah, and this and this is something we always really like to do on our old pod on uh, NLP. Uh, we used to love doing the best of list at the end of the year, so it's kind of funny that we're starting this uh, so close to that time of the year. It's like, <laughs> dun, 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 let's do our favorite thing. This actually might be maybe this is a scheme on your part to just try to uh, do lists with me, and then you're gonna. I you know. bail after episode bail. three. Oh, we did the list. All right, I'll see you next December. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I hope you guys uh, didn't. I hope you guys didn't hate that uh, episode. Um, and um, and if you'd like us to deep dive into a band on an episode, send us a message. I would love suggestions. If you'd like, I would love you guys to do the. I don't know. I can't think of one right now off the top of my head. But we would go through every album. We could talk about it really rank it yeah it'd be fun and, well and that's the thing too so we um and i we should have said this at the top um but we are or like when we were explaining what the show was going to be but we so we will be having guests on um so like if you um if you want to do an album deep dive and obviously especially if you already know one of us um and you want to be on you want to be we 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 probably won't have any for a bit but we we are looking to have like rotating third and maybe fourth, depending uh, co-hosts, depending on episodes. Um, and then also. I can't remember what else I was going to say. Oh, um, the the theme song for today was uh, from the band Former Critics. Um, so you can check them out. Uh, former Critics on Twitter and Instagram or and, uh, you know, Bandcamp and all those places. And um, but if you are in a band and you want to have your song featured on our show, you know, just let us know. Slide into Give those the rights. Slide into those DMs. <laughs> well, I'm thinking like I'm thinking like like uh, smaller time bands. Well, I know, but don't you still need the rights? I don't know how things work. I think if you have like documented permission from said band, it's it's all good. So cool, I'm, cool, cool, I'm, cool. Maybe maybe I don't know. We'll try it. <laughs> so or maybe we'll maybe Danny you didn't talk about being in a band at all today we'll save that for another day <laughs> <laughs> I think I mentioned that you were but yeah maybe I'll surprise you and make one of those songs the, I was in I like three bands and no you can't I don't give you permission <laughs> I got permission from uh, um, someone else I don't know oh, okay. I can't remember anyone's names of the bands you were in so <laughs> you're lucky there you were the star, right. that's why. I only remember the star. Aw, oh, shit. <laughs> All right, we will catch you guys uh, in the next week or two. All right, thank you. Bye. Later.